Hello, everybody. This is the Chocolate News Podcast, and this week's show is sponsored by Cincinnati Public Schools. I'm your co-host, John Alexander Reese. And if you didn't know, the Cincinnati Herald has been around since 1955 and is the leading African-American-owned newspaper in the greater Cincinnati area and northern Kentucky area. And today we have with us our digital correspondent, Andrea Carter. And today we have with us the founder and CEO of the Greater Cincinnati African-American Heart Association, Sandra Wright. How's it going, Sandra? Excellent, excellent. And I want to thank you and the Herald for having me on Chocolate News today. We are so glad to have you on. Now, before we jump into our main topic, let's talk about some of the chocolate news of the week. So, Andrea, what's the chocolate news? Well, the, it, it's, it's an interesting week for chocolate news because we have, a, again, a little bit of emotion, a little bit of politics, a little bit of hope, so to speak. And um, I'm going to start it off with everyone saw a story about COVID. The toll of COVID in the U.S. has reached over 1 million deaths which is such a sad thing to hear about that really we've reached one, we've lost 1 million people to this virus, which is, you know, we're still in the middle of a pandemic, even though some things have loosened regarding mask wearing and hand sanitizing and things like that. But it, it's kind of sad to see that we have, you know, reached that we've lost 1 million people, um, Americans to this, not including the number around the world. And we're the, the world's highest toll of deaths regarding this virus, which is unfortunate. In America, where everyone's trying to do their part, there's a lot of people who still are not vaccinated or a lot of people who refuse to get vaccinated. There are some people who don't believe in the vaccine. They don't think it's worth anything because everyone's getting it anyway. But as I um, will say that I, um, it is a, a thing of where I've gotten the vaccine and I've gotten both boosters. And the interesting thing is that when I did get COVID, I didn't have to go to the hospital. My lungs were not damaged. I didn't lose the, my reactions, I didn't lose a sense of smell or anything like that. And you never know, I may, you know, I've been around people who, in fact, I just had a scare the other day of where I got a phone call where I had been exposed to COVID and I had to take a COVID test and then I had a false positive and I had to take it again. So it, it, we're, we're going to be living with this for a while. So I just recommend that if you have a home test, test yourself, be proactive, keep yourself safe, get the vaccines if you want it, and, um, but continue living on with your life. So that's the first story. The Washington Post won a Pulitzer for their coverage of January 6th. Yeah, that's um, amazing. I mean, I covered the civil unrest back in 2001 for in the city of Cincinnati. And that was baby, that was a baby coverage compared to what they covered with January 6th. And their coverage was amazing. I mean, everyone's coverage of January 6th has been amazing, but I mean, the Washington Post was boots on the ground and they have, they continue to cover this, cover the committee, see what's being said, what's happening, uncovering information. And it's amazing to what's coming out and how high up this situation, who caused this situation. And um, it's just gonna be interesting to see who's gonna, who's gonna be arrested and charged. I know some people have already been arrested and convicted already. And, but I know as folks, the reality of their situation opens up, they are cooperating more and more with the January 6th committee. So I think it's gonna be interesting to continue to watch the news coverage of this 
and especially from the Washington Post to see what they do next. So I just commend them on their coverage. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Now, I believe that doesn't Jeff Bezos own the Washington Post? Yes, they do. Yes, he does. Well, you know, what? it's good to see that, you know, he doesn't really get involved with the newspaper and basically the newspaper can still do its job. So, you know, I commend the Washington Post. I I think he's more involved from uh, the back office in making sure that they are a leader in advancement, a leader in how to be proactive and keep the business going. Because everyone is still figuring that out um, about, you know, the news business is a, it's a different, it's, it's another conversation, but in a nutshell, the news game has taken a huge hit because what has supported the news industry over the last 200 years no longer supports them. Right. It's a totally different game. Bezos understands that I think he learned a lot by developing Amazon and what he's gone through with Amazon. Because remember, Amazon started out just selling books right. and nothing else. Now you can go to Amazon and get everything. It's become this mass market of e-commerce. And I think that's what's missing from the news industry is how do you adapt e-commerce to information to get attention and sell it to people in a different way? One of them subscriptions and then there are other ways to do it. So everyone's still figuring it out, but I commend the Washington Post for continuing on and being the great journalists that they are and covering what's important to us because at the end of the day, our democracy needs to be covered and we all should have a subscription to the Washington Post. I do. And their coverage is fantastic. I just love it. Then also an interesting story from um, the National Newspaper Publishers Association. The Raiders, the owners of the Las Vegas Raiders is open to hiring Colin Kaepernick. And I, I want to see what, what this is going to look like, what this is going to do. Because the Las Vegas Raiders are a good team. A very good team. Yes, they are. And um, it would be interesting to see um, Colin Kaepernick play for them, even though I don't like their stadium, but I would <laughs> like to see Colin play for them. So, you know, that would be an interesting I, thing. I, I, I just have high hopes for Colin because he can only, you know, be on an NFL team for only so long for a few more years and then his career is gone. So I'm hoping yeah. that he gets a shot to show I, what he can do. I would love to see if that actually happened just to, you know, just just to see, you know, can Colin Kaepernick, you know, put his money where his mouth is? Or yes, know, and just, I, I I would like to see it too. And, and just so. to give him a chance. I mean, seriously, it's like yeah. blackballed and just like just give him a chance to play someone. That's well, all we'll I see say. what happens. We we will. I'm keeping my fingers crossed to see what happens with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the next story is um, Biden is offering a program. Um, to discount the internet services for those people who, um, there are a number of individuals who don't have the internet in their home. I mean, like the internet has now become, Wi-Fi is now a necessity to survive in this world. And I think that there's a number of people also, especially in the rural areas, um, they don't have access to Wi-Fi as often as they would like to. And so Biden has announced that 20 internet companies have agreed to provide discounted service to people with low incomes, opening up the opportunity for those who, you know, who are struggling to survive, have an opportunity to um, have Wi-Fi in their home so their children can do research at home, work at home, and things like that. So I, I think that's wonderful. 
I think it's a wonderful opportunity because, I mean, if you think about it, in the city of Cincinnati, if you go out and about in the downtown area, you have access to Wi-Fi through um, Cincinnati Bell. Yeah, uh, they do. Which is, you know, when you're out and about, that's a good thing to have so you're not using up all your data on your cell phone. Yep. And I think everyone should have an opportunity to be part of the Wi-Fi age. And, you know, Wi-Fi is the new utility bill you must have to survive in this world. Yep, so sure it, it's unfortunate, but actually it's fortunate at the same time, because if you didn't have Wi-Fi during, during the, at the height of the COVID pandemic, you know, you couldn't work. I just want to chime in here just for a sec on this topic. Yeah, I on. learned a I learned a couple of days ago that my four-year-old great-granddaughter has a cell phone at four. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> and and but here's the here's the real piece to this. She is proficient at using it. She was literally showing my husband, Papa all kinds of systems and how they work and teaching him at four years old about all of this. We were all just stunned looking at her, at least my husband and I were, but her mom was like, well, yeah, four, they got to have a phone. I was wow. like, this is incredible. That's, uh, that's <laughs> uh, well, I mean, but, but then again, I mean, if, when I'm out shopping. It's amazing how many dads and mothers have their children holding the cell phone, looking at a video looking mm -hmm. at this, you know, mm -hmm. to keep them occupied. And, mm -hmm. and I'm just, I'm just amazed that, you know, when I was growing up that we didn't have that. We, we, we were told if you had to be quiet in the store, you had to be quiet in the store. Wow. You know, it, it's, awesome. it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's a whole new world. It's unbelievable how much technology has, has inserted itself into our lives so that, yes. you know, you can't, even though starting out in my career, I didn't have a cell phone, but you know, as a news reporter, eventually cell phones were like the key in the key ingredient to doing my job, key ingredient to, you know, getting the information out there up on social media, letting folks know what's going on. It's amazing to me how that has occurred. So it's going to be interesting who takes advantage of Biden's, um, well, how the all the internet companies are going to process this out and what discounted program is going to how much of a discount it's going to be to offer low-income individuals wi-fi because yeah. i know i pay a certain amount every month and it's a business expense for me yeah. right so. and to your point though it definitely is a necessity now it is not just something that we just do it's not a luxury anymore you need it so it's it's a good thing i think that he's doing that oh Biden. yeah very it, it is, I mean, because everyone needs, you know, what's the point of public education is providing access to all the information that you need to learn and build on and survive in this world. And unfortunately, technology has been a slow proponent to be added to the curriculum for kids to learn. Um, but now it's, it's it, you have to have it. You have to do it. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens. The final chocolate news of the night is that the Senate fell short of passing their um, legislation to codify the um, Roe v. Wade abortion law. The GOP did a filibuster to block its effort. Joe Manchin, no surprise here, sided with the GOP to not let it go through. Yep. And Man um, Chuck Schumer has said that this will not go undone, this will get through. 
And I'm just kind of like, like, you know, just like you said about voting, the Voting Rights Act, you said you vowed it was going to get through and they still have not taken care of it. I think at some point they're just going to have to let go of the filibuster and get the job done. And um, I think they would get more support for the midterms if they did their job and did what they have to do to take care of the people of this country and not just say, oh, oh well, um, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm, I, I need someone with brute force from the Democratic Party to stand up and stand with the people and stand with what for women and stand for everyone because voting rights is important. Abortion rights, whether you choose to have an abortion or not, you need to have the right to choose to have that done if you need it. And for some man who I don't know to tell me on one aspect of my my physical force to sell, tell me, no, I can't have that done. How dare you? Mm. Does that mean that then women have the right to tell men they can't have vasectomies? Mm. They can't have, what's that little blue pill? <laughs> yeah. I mean, do do we now have to start, you know, if, if they're going to deny women's rights for regarding reproductive, then maybe we should start taking a look at men's rights of reproduction and make sure that if they have any emissions, uh, they can't waste any emissions mm. of, of the reproductive rights. Maybe we should start restricting them. Yeah. I, I think I think it is this is wrong on so many levels. Um, I think men are minority women who use these facilities, the Planned Parenthood. Well, I would just say use these clinics for more than just abortions, but health care. Um, it's wrong, and. Um, I, I think everyone has a right to decide what happens to their body, no, whatever it is. And to have a law regarding this one fragment of our lives to possibly be overturned is unfortunate because everyone should have a right to say something. Yeah, I, I agree with everything that you said, Andrea. And I and you know what? I think like the most ironic part is it's like. The founding fathers, they, 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 they said, you know, they and all the people who came over here back in the 1600s, they escaped here from religious persecution. And now they're trying to make this into like religious argument. It's like, it's just a women's health thing. It's like, yes. and I just like, I just don't get it. And it's like, it's like just men need to stay out of women's health. I just. Well, I, I, I think it's whether you're on one side of the issue or the other, I think at the mm-hmm. end of the day, you should have the right to choose whether you do the deed or not. I, I think that, that that's just, just a right that you have because at the end of the day, you know, no one's regulating whether or not you have your um, have a um, hysterectomy. No one is regulating whether or not you should have, you know, your works removed because you don't want to have children or, you know, cesarean section or things like that. No one is regulating that. This just one issue is causing all kinds of issues. And I'm sure we're going to hear a few word choice words about this when it happens. But I also want to let everybody know that on Saturday, May 14th, Saturday, May 14th, um, the Planned Parenthood organization um, is having a number of rallies around the country and um, to in support of upholding the women's right to choose, or at least the, just the women's right to be able to decide about her health care. So on Saturday, May 14th, 
on Fountain Square from 11 to 1, there will be a rally about this. And I would say if you're for it or against it, but if you want your voice to be heard and you want your right upheld, you need to be down there talking and speaking up and showing your support for just women's rights. Whether you like it or not, show your support for women's rights and that's what it should be. So yeah. we'll see. We'll be key staying on top of the situation and see what happens. And also people need to remember to vote, especially in the midterm elections. Vote. Yeah. Vote. All right. Well, thanks, Andrea. And now I'll throw over to our founder and CEO of the Greater Cincinnati African-American Heart Association, Sandra Wright. So once again, how are you doing, Sandra? I am fantastic. Um, I'm coming up on my fifth year post-op transplant, uh, heart transplant. And so I'm extremely excited about that. Every day that I open my eyes and I can still uh, be a part of the land of the living, mm. honey, that trumps everything else that's going on in that day. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet it puts a lot of things in perspective, doesn't it? Oh, my goodness. Your whole perspective literally changes. You change. Um, and for me, I can honestly say that it is one of the best things that have happened to me in my life. It totally changed everything about me. The way that I function, the things that I tolerate and what I don't tolerate, I just completely live in a state of mind of peace. And when something comes along to try to disrupt that and upset that, I quickly remind myself that I live in a place in a state of mind of can't be bothered. And then I find myself right back in my center of being peaceful. Right. So when did you start the, um, the Greater uh, Cincinnati African-American Heart Association? We actually founded in um, 2018 is when all of this uh, came to the surface. And I was embarking on something else. I had, I had Sandra's plan, but then God showed his plan and it had nothing to do with what I was trying to do. I was trying to move in the direction of having a dinner theater so that I could produce the plays. I like to write plays. Mm, okay. And, and so as it turned out, um, I left the hospital knowing that I had a greater work to do, but I didn't know what it was. So in 2018, I kind of got started in the direction and then got segued into this. COVID hit. I had founded this under the name of SW Productions, but I wanted to do this charitable work in the arena of heart health for the African-American community. And so as you know, I began to talk with different people and folks wanted to um, donate, et cetera. That's when we started to get clarity. It's like, well, you can't really go in this direction if your heart is here. No pun intended. <laughs> and, and so the long story short is um, I filed for a name change. And that was right at the point where the IRS had shut down and COVID was on the scene. And, you mm. know, I kind of shared a little bit of all of that with you right. offline. But yeah, so we didn't really get our official name change until I believe it was actually in 2019. And it was on the heels of 2020 
the Greater Cincinnati African American Heart Association is doing well. And now we are actually starting to get recognition from some of the powers that be within this city. And that's a beautiful thing. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Now, I know you guys have an event coming up. Uh, can you guys uh, talk to us about that? Yes. So we have this program um, in the organization, which is our strength and courage uh, community network support. And under the auspice of that, we have the Red Shoe, Let's Go Red Shoes, which is our women's health initiative. And we also have the Right Heart Wellness Wednesday. And so coming up on May the 22nd, the May the 21st, which is next Saturday, we are doing our The Right Heart Strength and Courage High Tea Fashion Show Fundraiser. And that's going to be at the Doubletree Hotel out there in Blue Ash. And the time is from one to four. All the information and details of that can be found on our website at gcaaha.org. And we're just extremely excited about that. Um, there's a, a package for an individual ticket, and then you can also be a table sponsor. Now, on your website, I see you guys' vision, and it basically says it is to see African-American people making decisions for good health that aid in avoiding the pitfalls of developing chronic illnesses and cardiovascular disease, ultimately achieving a healthier quality of life. Mm -hmm. What are some steps to helping to help, you know, prevent heart disease and just to have a better quality of life. Just give us a, a you know, a couple of steps. Okay, I, I'll be happy to do that. And it's real simple things. Um, one is getting efficient sleep. Mm. You know, too many of us are, we're chasing too many things. We're staying up, we're watching TV, we're engage with our phones and our computers and we're sleep deprived you know we're crashing and cramming for tests and whatnot you know we're yeah. trying to pursue these goals but we're failing to accomplish the first goal which is to pay attention to our health um so sleep deprivation get adequate sleep and your diet be cognizant of what you're eating why you're eating and when you're eating, because all of that makes a difference. I'm learning not to do that. Too many live to eat instead of eat to live. It's a huge difference. And the outcomes are definitely different. Yeah. So those are just two basic things, you know, get adequate sleep, and of course, exercise. And you don't have to be doing something so vigorous. You don't have to necessarily be a member of some gym or whatever. You literally can walk around in your living space. Even if you're in a small apartment, you can walk from wall to wall, do it about 15 or 20 times. You get your heart rate up and you'll see the significant benefit in that. So that's three things right there. Mm, that's perfect. I, and I want to identify with the last one because I know during 2020, especially during quarantine, I know that I couldn't go to the gym or anything, but you know, one of the things I was doing, I was just walking through the, the house and everything. And that really exactly. helped me out. Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, Andrea, do you have any questions for uh, Sandra? 
No, you've answered all my questions. It sounds exciting. And um, I just think that the fashion show sounds like it's going to be a fun event. It is. And uh, for those of us in the city, a lot of our women in particular know of Sandra Secure and her cutting edge fashions. And she is going to be the presenter of the fashion show. Her business is Inspire Salon and Boutique. And her spring and summer collection is going to be electrifying and exciting. This is going to be a wonderful, elegant afternoon. It will be a full plated lunch and you will be served. It's not a buffet. It's just going to be wonderful. And as I said, you can get all the details at our website. If you have any further questions, I am not a CEO that is untouchable. And I have vowed to be that throughout my um, existence with this organization because I'm here for the people. And so if you need to call and speak to a person, you can call me direct at 513-484-4772. Well, that's great. That's uh, that's fantastic. I want to thank you, Sandra, so much for coming on and talking about your organization. And then I just want, I just hope people, you know, get this message, you know, exercise, eat right, and just, you know, just try to live a healthy life and everything. Mm-hmm. And sleep. Yes, Many and of sleep. us are sleep deprived because, you know, we don't think it's important. I had a, um, presentation today and then I'm going to shut this down and we talked about sleep your body is designed to function like a well-oiled machine and your sleep is when your body is healing itself it's when your immune system is is uh repairing itself and so if we don't get adequate sleep if you don't get the right if you don't sleep at the right times too because what I was explaining to them your melanin, your natural melatonin in your body, it functions at its optimal when you're asleep. And so the the brighter the sun gets, the lower your melatonin levels go down. They're at their peak during those sleeping hours. And so if you're not asleep during that time, you're throwing everything off in your body. And I didn't know that. I've learned a lot of things over these last five years since starting this organization. And I learned that from a a very special friend of mine who happens to be a nurse for many years. And, you know, that was one of the things that changed me. So to know better in most cases is what? Is to do better, at least with most people. Of course, definitely. And you are what you eat. Absolutely. That is a fact. (laughs) <laughs> and you know this this is a whole different conversation right here this is a whole yeah. show when you start yeah. talking about this <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> all right well thank you sandra all right everyone that's it for today's show i want to thank andrea for coming on and discussing all of this good chocolate news so thank you andrea well it's my pleasure john and you know i'm always on lookout for good chocolate news so We'll see what happens in the next podcast. All right. And once again, thanks to Cincinnati Public Schools for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, You can find out more information about today's topics and past podcast episodes at www.thecincinnatiherald.com, the SESH newsletter, or on our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. Our podcast is on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and Google Podcasts. 
I'm John Alexander Reese, and have a good day.